Good evening. It is Thursday, July 9th, 2020. Our readings this evening contain a uh, a message of hope and a word of warning. I hope that they bless you. I know that your presence blesses me. I am so grateful to you for being a part of this ministry. I'm Bob, and this is Evening Prayer. I will bless the Lord who gives me counsel. My heart teaches me night after night. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not fail. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed. Now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The psalm appointed for this evening is Psalm 18. I love you, O Lord, my strength. O Lord, my stronghold, my crag, and my haven. My God, my rock in whom I put my trust. My shield, the horn of my salvation, and my refuge, you are worthy of praise. I will call upon the Lord, and so shall I be saved from my enemies. The breakers of death rolled over me, and the torrents of oblivion made me afraid. The cords of hell entangled me, and the snares of death were set for me. I called upon the Lord in my distress, and cried out to my God for help. He heard my voice from his heavenly dwelling. My cry of anguish came to his ears. The earth reeled and rocked. The roots of the mountains shook. They reeled because of his anger. Smoke rose from his nostrils, and a consuming fire out of his mouth. Hot burning coals blazed forth from him. He parted the heavens and came down with a storm cloud under his feet. 
He mounted on cherubim and flew. He swooped on the wings of the wind. He wrapped darkness about him. He made dark waters and thick clouds his pavilion. From the brightness of his presence, through the clouds burst hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord thundered out of heaven. The Most High uttered his voice. He loosed his arrows and scattered them. He hurled thunderbolts and routed them. The beds of the seas were uncovered, and the fountains of the world laid bare at your battle cry, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. He reached down from on high and grasped me. He drew me out of great waters. He delivered me from my strong enemies and from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The lesson this evening is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24. As Jesus came out of the temple and was going away, his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple, and then he asked him, You see all these, do you not? Truly, I tell you, not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will this be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered them, Beware that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah, and they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed. For this must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All this is but the beginning of the birth pangs. Then they will hand you over to be tortured, and will put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. Then many will fall away, and they will betray one another and hate one another and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because of the increase of lawlessness, the love of many will grow cold. But anyone who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the world as a testimony to all the nations. And then the end will come. The word of the Lord Thanks be to God. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. 
He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The two readings this evening are very dramatic, full of fire and fury and vengeance and violence as we see God portrayed not as the loving papa, but as the warrior, the avenger, the one who roars down from heaven in defense of those he loves. We see the psalmist describing a world in chaos, a world of earthquakes and fire and destruction and a God furious and redeeming. A God who reaches down into the chaos, into the tsunami of destruction and grasps the one who loves him and lifts them up to safety. In the gospel lesson, Jesus is asked, when will all this come down? He said to his disciples, look at this temple, not one stone will sit upon another. All is going to be thrown down. And they ask, when's it going to happen? And Jesus says, beware that no one leads you astray. Know that people are going to come along and tell you this is when it's going to happen and this is how and these are the end times and they'll be wrong. They'll be liars. They'll be tricking you in order to get your, uh, your faith, your influence, your money. But they won't, uh, they won't know. They won't know the truth any more than you will. Any more, it's suggested, than Jesus himself did. Even Jesus did not claim to know when the world was going to end. But he knew the signs. He knew the signs. The world would turn in against itself, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Famines, earthquakes, Humankind bent on destruction, bent on taking rather than sharing, bent on using rather than conserving, treating creation with loving stewardship. Those are the signs of the end. Not the words of some preacher or prophet. Chaos. Chaos, the very opposite of God and God's nature. God who created order 
out of chaos, who created a universe out of nothingness. How will we know when the end is coming? We won't. We won't. Like a thief in the night, he says somewhere else. You won't know when he's coming, so be ready. Be ready. Because when the end comes, when the Son of Man returns to the earth, like that avenging angel, like that God of destruction and redemption in the psalm that we read, when God's return finally happens, we will be redeemed if we have been faithful. I have uh, many friends who are not faithful people. They don't go to church. They don't profess uh, faith in any religion. And many of them, in my opinion, are far more faithful to the life and ministry of Christ, to the principles of the Scripture and the Gospel than I will ever be. And uh, yesterday on social media, one of my friends posted that uh, it's very difficult to draw any kind of a meaning from the corona epidemic, pandemic. It's very difficult to try to make sense of all of it. But maybe if there is any purpose to all of this, it is to teach us resilience. It is to teach us how to live in times of great turmoil, of great suffering. Not just to test us, but to teach us. Those of us who remain faithful to the end will be redeemed. Those of us who have the, the willingness to surrender to the protection of our Heavenly Father will be judged and will live with the consequences of that choice. And Jesus promises that the consequence of following him rather than following the world, rather than serving political parties or financial security or, or uh, the, right, uh, the right academic school of thought or wearing the right clothes or living in the right place or driving the right car or owning, having, keeping... that if we choose the path of Christ, the consequences will be glorious. May God protect and preserve the testimony that we craft with our lives and give us the strength and courage to choose Christ's path and not the path of chaos.
not the path of destruction, but the path of love. Amen. Let us say together what we believe. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. That this evening may be holy, good and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord. That your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O Lord. That, you may be, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O Lord. That there may be peace to your church and to the whole world, we entreat you, O Lord that we may depart this life in your faith and fear, and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, and trusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. O God, you have taught us to keep all your commandments by loving you and our neighbor. Grant us the grace of your Holy Spirit that we may be devoted to you with our whole heart and united to one another with pure affection through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ, give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous and all for your love's sake. Amen. This evening, from the World Cycle of Prayer, we pray for the people of Transnistria. From the Ecumenical Cycle of Prayer, 
We pray for our sisters and brothers, members of the Gutnius Lutheran Church. O God, the life of all who live, the light of the faithful, the strength of those who labor, and the repose of the dead, we thank you for the blessings of the day that is past and humbly ask for your protection through the coming night. Bring us in safety to the morning hours through him who died and rose again for us, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray now for our own needs and those of others. Look with mercy, O God, our Father, on all persons who have become ill, weak, distressed, or isolated. Provide for them homes of dignity and peace. Give them understanding helpers and the willingness to accept help and increase their faith and their assurance of your love. This we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, whose fatherly care reaches to the uttermost parts of the earth, we humbly beseech you graciously to behold and bless those whom we love now absent from us. Defend them from all dangers of soul and body, and grant that both they and we, drawing nearer to you, may be bound together by your love and the communion of your Holy Spirit and in the fellowship of your saints, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you, and then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all, for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. 
Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. <laughs>